Greetings, comrade. It is I, Brother Kenny, welcoming you to WandaVision Podcast. Oh, they dropped that accent in a heartbeat, right? It turns out Scarlet Witch's powers are magic, telekinesis, and dialects. Because all it took was about the span of two movies for her to go from dangerous foreigner to all-American girl. And I'm going to assume it happened because of either one of two reasons. One, even though she's from Sokovia in the movies, it's clearly Russia. And in real life, people's opinions of Russia aren't exactly glowing. Because I have to imagine, over the past few years, the immigration between people in the States coming up into Canada must be at an all-time high. The numbers must be through the roof. And I also have to assume that immigration between people wanting to go from the States to Russia probably can't say the same. Probably stagnant. Like if some enterprising Russian dude bought a moving truck, anticipating a huge boom in that industry, might be really regretting that life decision. Brother Milosh, we're about to make a killing when dumb Americans all move here. Eh, eh, eh. Whoops. I gotta assume when Russia announced that they had these crazy missiles that could fly across the ocean in a matter of minutes, and it couldn't really be taken down by your homing missiles, your anti-missile missiles, because it had the ability to fire off decoys. I gotta assume on that day the mouse was like, Woohoo! Scrap the accent! Or the second reason I feel like, and this is probably, it could, it's probably both. It's a little, it's probably a little bit of A and a little bit of B. I think the second reason is because the character, I think, grew on people and was way more popular than they had anticipated. Like Lizzie Olsen is a charming, charming girl. I don't understand why they didn't think this was going to happen. They're probably like, yeah, yeah, we'll kill off the brother in this one. And then uh, the girl dies in the next one. And then simultaneously, five million fat guys living in their mama's basements rose up, all penning an angry missive towards the Disney Corporation, being like, you're going to do what to our beloved Lizzie Olsen? And the execs were like, oh, no, 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 you heard us wrong. Kill her off. No, we're going to skill her up. And that was a really, really great decision. The Mandalorian is proof that A, a TV series, could be way more successful and popular and favorable with the fans than an entire trilogy of movies, and B, if you do a good enough job, you can spin off an entire universe based on the success of one show. Meaning the bigwigs over at the Disney Corporation can finally live out their dream of having a Scrooge McDuck type of money pool. And even though I haven't seen a single episode of this show, it's headed up by two legitimate actors who are playing two beloved characters. Unless all their writers think that the Force is female, let's just say they stand a chance. And while I'm on the subject, I know a lot of people have seen the show already. Some of them through official means, you know, like uh, press and such, and others by more... Unconventional means, you know, like leaks and such, given to them by hackers, who I will never ever say one bad thing about. Not with that deep fake technology looking the way it does now. 
I say one wrong thing, I offend one dude who's really good at computers and such, and there will be a bank robbery video featuring me fully unmasked walking around with a gun. Which is disrespectful on so many levels, my guy. Hey, I'm not a dumb, dumb anti-masker. I don't think this is all a hoax. And B, if I'm going to rob a bank, I'm not walking around unmasked. I'm bare minimum gonna have a couple pairs of pantyhose over my face. You should go down that road anyway, because it makes me look smarter, but more perverted. What are you, new to the discrediting game? Think bigger. Yeah, I'm plenty offended that I didn't get an advanced screening. I think it's three episodes. Listen, Mouse, there is no bigger fan of Lizzie Olsen out there. Do you know how many times I have seen Ingrid Goes West? More times than her, probably. I would have sang her praises. Since the pandemic, it seems like all I ever do is podcast. I would have been singing her praises... Every single day, if that's what it took. If they approached me, honestly, if they're like, listen, we're going to make you an insider here. You get to watch this thing a week ahead of time and feel real good about yourself. But you have to be a slave to Mickey. You have to hype every single project we ever do. You have to talk about all our new diversity princesses, not only as if they were as great as our originals, but treat them as if they're better. Done. Listen, I am ready to sell out. I've been at this game for eight years, and I was ready to sell out on day one. I will just look at a picture of Lizzie Olsen and speak from the heart. And in post-production, I'll just put in the name of whatever new Disney princess you come up with. Come on, Disney. I'm a big deal. In podcasting. In my mind. Well, maybe. Maybe that's the case. But it's hard to tell. Lot of noise up there. Maybe you think you're a big deal. But just going by history. Maybe not. Ah, I guess I should introduce you since this is a a new spin-off podcast of the old Kenny Ho Show. This is a debut. I suppose you don't know all the players. Listener, Animated Kenny. Animated Kenny, Listener. And I know what you're wondering, I know what you're asking. What the hell is Animated Kenny? And what's his relevance to the Scarlet Witch? And the answer to that is, there is none. I came up with the concept of Animated Kenny during the pre-production phases for the Lizzie McGuire Reboot Podcast. Before they poo-pooed that show, of course. Citing creative differences. Always with the creative differences. Because Disney, although on one hand makes dreams come true, the magic of Disney, they could also, on the other hand, make dreams disappear. The magic of Disney. You know, I figured Lizzie McGuire has animated Lizzie, You know, that little voice in her head, that cartoon drawing that represents the voice in her head. And I'm like, I should do that. But not as the actual little voice in my head, because that guy, nobody should ever hear from. They'll have me committed if they hear from that guy.
That guy wants me to hurt people. That guy wants me to load up on gasoline and matches. That guy must never be let out into the light. So I tapped into the magic of Disney and came up with a squeaky clean sanitized version of that little voice in my head. Animated Kenny. Slim, handsome, dashing, and comes with a fancy accent too. They're gonna love me, mate. Yes, they will, Animated Kenny. Yes, they will. But keep the other Kenny far, far away. I guess this would be considered the pilot episode. For me, it's kind of like a technical rehearsal. I need to make sure all the pieces fit together, get a feel for how I'm going to do this. I haven't done anything that's not the Kenny Ho show in a really long time, so it's probably good to take it for a run, take this show for a test run. Once upon a time, I wanted to have a a network of podcasts. I think at my peak, I was doing maybe four podcasts at once. On top of being at school full-time and working full-time, we call those days the still-trying days. The days when you used up the last amount of your hope. And since then, it's just been, yeah, I guess I'll just keep up my podcast. Because what else am I going to do? Although I did try to do a Tiffany Alvord podcast once upon a time. It lasted one episode. I guarantee this podcast will definitely go longer than one episode. I don't care if it's universally reviled. I did a photo shoot and busted out the old Photoshop. There's new theme music. I just looked at IMDb. It looks like there's nine episodes of WandaVision. So if we include this one, there will bare minimum be at least 10 episodes of this podcast. Of WandaVision podcast. Now, even though the mouse showed me a great disrespect by not letting me preview the episodes, doesn't mean I don't have anything to talk about. There are a lot of trailers that I haven't seen, and they've been everywhere, right? They are banking on this show. I feel like they've spent as much money, if not more, advertising the show as they did producing the show. Because it's everywhere. I've never seen this many ads for anything in my life. And listen, Disney, I know Baby Yoda made you a lot of money, but let's get a grip. Don't just throw money down the drain. It's Lizzie Olsen. It's Scarlet Witch. It's Marvel. You don't need to try that hard. Bare minimum, you got me and the other basement dwellers. So long as our mamas all let us live here, we will have disposable income to resubscribe year in and year out, so long as you keep pushing a Lizzie. I feel a little duped because day one, despite your server issues, I kept refreshing and refreshing until I could buy myself a subscription on the strict basis that Lizzie McGuire was coming. But you know what? You heal real quick when you have a Lizzie Olsen show to look forward to. And honestly, out of all the the Marvel shows they could have launched with, I suppose Loki's the other one. I guess if they launched with that one, that one that one probably will be good too. But this is a pretty solid choice, right? Cuz I watched the the thing on Disney Plus this morning. It's like 
essentially an eight minute trailer or maybe like a highlight reel. It was eight minutes of the best of Scarlet Witch from the movie so far. And holy cow, it, she is awesome. I like her powers the best. And it wasn't just because even for some horrible movies, you can still cut a nice trailer. You can put together a nice 45 second trailer of even a trash movie. But after watching the trailer, I went back to each of the individual movies and started watching all the pieces and she's just awesome in all of it. She's got great charisma and all the action scenes are really nicely done and as I said, her powers are my favorite. I like the look of it. I like what it does. Like ripping Ultron's heart out. That was so amazing. And even the the scene before when she collapses to her knees when her brother dies and she's like maybe accidentally letting her powers loose and it just kills all those robots. It's so cool. So I wonder how that's all going to translate to this show because initially when they announced this thing, I figured it'd be like a straight take on the material, on the the movies. It would be like a serious sci-fi show. But from everything I've seen and everything I've heard so far, it's definitely not that. It's supposed to be like a weird sitcom. So there's a good chance her powers will be different. It'll still look cool, but like it'll be less destructive. Does it become kind of like Doctor Strange is more illusory? Is that the name? Like illusionary type of powers? You know what? I'm going to watch the trailer. The I know there's a bunch of them, but I know there was one that was on Instagram. Let me see if I can find it. Okay, so I just watched it. Uh, New Era. That's the name of the trailer. That's honestly the first time I've watched any clips from uh, WandaVision. I wanted to be surprised. I don't want spoilers. And after watching it, I gotta say, I'm really, really surprised. I thought it was supposed to be a sitcom. There were no jokes. It's kind of what people say about the Kenny Ho show. Despite it being a comedy, there are no jokes. This is why that other Kenny exists. This is why sometimes, just sometimes, maybe getting some gasoline and matches wouldn't hurt. You're still recording. You might want to keep that to yourself. Right, what was I saying? Yes, uh, so I'm getting Fallout 3 vibes from it. Have you ever played Fallout 3 where... Uh, at some point you get thrown into some sort of virtual reality machine and you're in this Pleasantville type of situation, but you know it's not real. I also got some Taylor Swift vibes right off the top. How she was like, but we don't have a song. And he said, our song is this nine episode show where I get to make out with you and make Kenny feel real stank. But we gotta keep it down low, real careful, just in case he finds those gasoline and matches. Oh no! Yeah, I'm not a hundred percent sure how, what I what I should make of uh, what I just saw. Is the humor in that they parody some old sitcoms and such? Do the writers think that's the peak of humor for 2021? They think that's what the the people want? Do they also think the force is female? 
I'm sure I'll be fine. I'm sure I'll like the show. It stars Lizzie Olsen. It's a Marvel show. I love the Scarlet Witch. I used to be a sucker for the good old 1950s until I realized, hey, if I was around back then, I'd definitely be doing dry cleaning or washing dishes somewhere. But since I'm easily confused, I think I'll forget about that part and really dig it. A year ago, I don't think I could have watched a show, though, because it looks like there's going to be a lot of Lizzie Olsen being kissed by that frockin' toaster. That frockin' skin job! But now, as we discussed, my rage is buried deep, deep down inside. On the lock and key, you'll be alright. That should wrap up because... We're less than seven hours away from this thing worldwide debuting, and I would like this episode to go out before that episode happens. I think I'm going to like it. The show's weird. I'm pretty weird. This is probably going to be right up my alley. So until next time... Oh crap, I didn't come up with the the sign-off. So until next time... Don't rely on AI because someday they'll become robots and rise and steal your Lizzie Olsons. Or live life to the maximum. Huh? Clever? Hmm? Force is not female around these parts. I'm sure I'll be enlightened after watching the first episode of the show. I hope. Farewell, comrade.